Do you want to be transformed by God's word? Well, there is power in his word, and it has the power to transform our lives. In this message, we're going to learn how God's word can transform us. Hello, Blessed Family, and welcome back to another episode of Blessed Not Stressed. This is the Christian podcast that can lift you up when everything is bringing you down. I am your host, Dieter Deris, and my goal is to empower you with God's word. I am super excited for today's message. I know it has so much power, and I know that it's going to bless your life as well. Now, if this is your first time listening, all I need to say is welcome to the Blessed Family. We have a podcast group on Facebook called Bless Not Stress Podcast Community, and I encourage you to join. I want to say thank you to Carla, thank you to Victoria and Rachel for uploading reflections and their testimonies as well. You can find all of that on Bless Not Stress Podcast family on Facebook. So let's dive into today's message because I am excited for today. The word of God is ready to be delivered to you all. I know that many of us at times we want to be transformed and I have something to admit to you. I need so much from God. Like I need to be transformed by God. There are areas that I have been battling with for time and time and time. And there are areas where I know that God needs to work in to restore me and to transform me. And I just know that there is so much power in God's word and that God's word has the power of doing so. You see, just recently I was talking with a friend and he began to talk to me about God's word and how God's word transformed his life. And I realized that, yes, it transformed his life because the word of God has power. But you know what happens? At times we oversee it. At times we see the Bible as a regular book. We see the Bible as a history book or we see the Bible as the word of God, but we barely read it. And we need to know that if we begin to read God's word, if we read it daily, if we look for ways to apply it, if we look for ways that it can transform us, then it will transform us and it will change our lives. Now, the first point that I want to make is that it won't start as a devotion. Now, what does that mean? That at times, you know, you might start reading the Bible and you're going to find it very difficult. You might read the Bible on Monday and you might not be reading the Bible by Friday. Why is that? Because it doesn't start as a devotion. At times we need to teach the flesh and we need to discipline the flesh. And reading the Bible won't start as a devotion because it needs to start as a discipline. I want you to discipline yourself, discipline every single day to read the Bible every single day to pray to God and talk to God. And that's how your life is going to be transformed. That's the secret. That's the message. And it was no secret. You know, it's right there. That's what the word of God tells us. And the second point that I want to make is that you need to make sure that you pray before you read and after you read as well. Before I read, I pray and I tell God, Lord, help me to understand your word. Give me clarity in the name of Jesus. Let your word speak to me. And now after I read, I thank God for his word. If I if I was, you know, confronted by the word, Lord, thank you, because, you know, I now know that I was doing wrong. Thank you, Father, or forgive me for all the things that I've been doing wrong. And I just ask you to help me to apply this word in my life. And I don't want to just read it. But I also want to apply it to my life because I know that that's when change occurs. If you start reading the Bible and you read the Bible just like a regular book, but you don't open your heart, you don't open your mind and you don't look for ways to apply it, then no change will happen because change happens when there is an open heart to God and says, Lord, speak to me through your word. So start reading today. That's what's going to transform your life. The word of God, it has the power to do that. Don't wait anymore. And I recommend that you start reading the book of Matthew. Now, I want to take you to a story in Matthew chapter four, verse four. Here, Jesus was led by the spirit to the desert and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, 
all of a sudden comes the devil and he comes here to tempt Jesus. And in verse 3, you can see that the devil said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. But Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live from bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now that right there stuck with me. Why? Because Jesus is telling them, Man does not live from bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. If we live by every word that comes from the mouth of God, then what happens whenever we're not reading the word? What happens whenever we're not receiving the word? And that's why our spiritual life is not striving because we're not feeding it with the word. Your physical body, you need to feed it three times a day. Some people feed it six times a day, including all the snacks. What about your spiritual life? Your spiritual life is going to be fed by the word of God. Now, how will the word of God transform you? How does the word of God transform? The word of God transform because the word of God guides you. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 is an example. It says that we must let our light shine before men so that they may see our good deeds and praise our Father who is in heaven. You see, right here, Jesus is teaching us through his word that our light must shine and that we should show our good deeds and that men will see it, but at the end, we need to glorify God. Meaning that after everything I do, I will focus on glorifying God. It's not about me. It's about God. Why does this transform you? Because if you live your life looking for ways to glorify God, you're going to be pleasing God. You're going to be focusing on God and not on you. And that's a transformed person right there. At times we can confuse all of this and we can focus on lifting our names up and we can focus on glorifying ourselves. But we must realize that every single moment we need to glorify God. It's not about us. It's about God. Another example is chapter 6, verse 6 right there in Matthew. Jesus told them, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. You see, Jesus is even guiding us into our rooms to pray. The prayer that will impact you the most is the one that you do in your room by yourself all alone. Why? That's because it's just you and God one on one. That's that intimacy. That's that personal level. That's the prayer that's going to transform you. And what I'm trying to show you here is that the word of God transforms you because the word of God guides you. It guides you to focus on glorifying God. It guides you into going into prayer. And verse 19 through 21 talks about not to store our treasures on earth because they can be stolen or destroyed. You see, Jesus says, that we must store treasures on heaven because there it cannot be destroyed or robbed. I like how he finishes. He says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Why is that important? It's important because you don't want to spend your whole life building riches here on earth to then devoting your heart to the earthly things. All to then lose it. We can all agree that the moment we die, it doesn't matter how big our house was. It doesn't matter how big our bank account was. Because when we die, we don't take any of that with us. Now, if we devote our hearts to the things for God, like Matthew 6.33 says, to seek his kingdom and his righteousness, we build treasures in heaven. Now, that right there, that's eternal. We must devote our hearts to God to seek him and to do what he wants us to do. And as I continue to read, I was just shocked because I'm a blunt person. I like to be blunt. I like to be direct. And I will just see how Jesus will speak to them and how blunt and direct Jesus was. If you read chapter 7, verse 21, you see right there, Jesus said, Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Ouch, that hurts. 
Now that right there, that's blunt. That's Jesus being blunt and being direct. He's telling them, everybody can say, Lord, Lord. Everybody can say, I love you, God. Everybody can go to church, but not a lot of people want to seek God. Now, I mean, seek to change for God. I'm talking about leaving your old ways. You see, repentance is about turning around, turning your back on sin. Whenever you do that, that right there, that takes courage. That right there brings transformation. And it takes courage to do all of that. And the word of God is guiding you into a way that you're going to see your life transformed and renewed. But once you read it and you apply everything that it's telling you to apply, God's word will transform you because it will cut you. Now, keep in mind that although God is direct and blunt, he is also merciful and he is filled with love. So if you come to him right now and you say, Father, I want to be transformed. I don't want to be the same person. I want to be renewed. And after you say that, you start to read the Bible daily to be transformed by it. Then right there, God will work in your life. God will restore your life. And you're going to see your life transformed. You're no longer going to be the same person. You're going to be renewed. You're going to be transformed by the word because there is power in the word of God. And whenever you stop because you got distracted, all I'm telling you to do is get back up. If you started on Monday and on Wednesday, you realize that, hey, I forgot to read on Tuesday. It's okay. Get back up. Start reading on Wednesday again. All you need to do is discipline yourself. It's not going to start as a devotion. It's going to start as a discipline, but it will end as a devotion. You see, God's path is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Jesus said, those who persevere till the end will be saved. And that's the key word, persevere. And that means that if you fail, you're going to get back up and you're going to keep going. You're not going to stop. So to wrap up this episode, I hope you're being blessed by it. God's word has the power to transform your life, to change you completely, but you need to read it and you need to apply it. Look, here's another example. Matthew 7 verse 24 through 27 says, the wise and the foolish builders. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, look at the key word, hear these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Now, why is that important? It continues to say, the rain came down, the stream rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice, pay attention, is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. Trust me, it will take discipline. It will be hard, but it is worth it. Now, I'm in your shoes. I'm reading God's word because I want to be transformed and I'm having to discipline myself. I'm having to discipline myself to push myself, but that's because I want to be transformed. I know that there is power in God's word and I know that it can transform me and I know that it can do the same thing in your life. So all you need to do is start. I just want to encourage you to start today. Start reading Matthew. Start reading Matthew. And you know what? After you start reading it, I would love if you reach out to me as well. Or if right now, if you need some help, reach out to me. You can follow me on Instagram, Deidre.Daras, and you can reach out to me. I'm here to help you guys. I'm here to be able to empower you all with God's word. And we're here to help each other. And don't forget, join the Facebook group and connect with us. Thank you to Carla. Thank you to Rachel and Victoria once again. They're going to be sharing testimonies. They're going to be sharing reflections on that group. So go check it out. And God bless you all. Remember, you need to be blessed, not stressed.